Here's how you can grow your soul. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, Happy New Year. Hey, we're back to a normal podcast. The last couple during the holidays, I've had just simple themes. I love doing those. Got another one I'm going to tell you about here in a little bit that I've got coming up that I want to do. But we're back to normal questions this week. Here's some of the things we'll be looking at. How can I do teen coaching without an office? And can I really organize an art cruise? How about this one? Do I have the character traits and qualities required to go from being an airline pilot to being a successful entrepreneur? And I'm a 30-year-old starving artist. What can I do? Well, here's a quotation for us. This comes from Kurt Vonnegut, who said, Practice any art, however well or badly, not to get money and fame, but to find out what's inside you. To make your soul grow. I'll save that. We'll read that again at the end. But you know, a lot of people are simply waiting. They're hearing those voices. Vincent Van Gogh said, if you hear a voice say within you, you cannot paint, then by all means paint. And that voice will be silenced. A lot of us sitting on the sidelines thinking, I can't do that. I could never be as good as blank. Well, just jump in the game. Hey, one of our sponsors today is Casper. You know I'm a Casper fan. We've got a brand new king-size Casper mattress in our bedroom and absolutely love it. Joanne and I talk about it often. You know, it's one of those things, It's you think, well, it's just a mattress. But it's so special, we do talk about it a lot. We talk about how do they make these things? How do they get them to us so easily? We're still amazed that it shows up in a big box that UPS brings to your house. You open it up and it unfolds. And believe me, it's not some flimsy little thing. It is an amazing, firm, awesome mattress that helps us sleep like babies. Hey, just go to Sleep You Love. Well, go to Casper.com slash Sleep You Love and then use the promo code Sleep You Love. That's my unique link. Use the promo code SLEEPYOULOVE to save $50 off your purchase. Again, go to casper.com slash SLEEPYOULOVE. Then use the promo code SLEEPYOULOVE and you'll get $50 off your purchase. Yeah, it's funny. I, I hear from people who are just getting married, you know, getting a mattress, people who have been on the same mattress for 15 years and then get this. But the delightful stories continue to come in. Make sure you share yours as well. Now, a couple of success stories I want to share with you here. One from Donna Reed, who says, um, just listened to the podcast yesterday, 1216 edition. I very much related to your story of massive amounts of debt. I was in the same situation with 400,000 plus of debt on January 1st, 2015. Now, check this out. It was weighing my whole family down. So I put my focus on eliminating all my debt by using my skills and talents, utilized the 48 days to the work you love process, applied the process to my situation and created a business on 
December 15th, 2016, became completely debt-free. My husband, kids, and I thank you for your inspiration. Wow, that's amazing. That's a, that's a whole lot shorter period of time than it took me to unwind my mess, Donna. So I commend you on that. In heavy debt, I'm looking at the dates. On heavy debt, January 1st, 2015, on December 15, 2016, completely debt-free. So that's a little less than two years. That is awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Hey, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about my buddy Pierce Mars. I'd had some questions about a little side business that he does where he puts up real estate signs on the weekends. And he said, you know, he says, this is a business that'll bring in about $45,000, working about 40, 50 hours a month. Nice side hustle. Well, obviously, when I mention something like that, people say, hey, I want to know how he did that. And I told Pierce immediately, I said, man, put that in a little ebook, get that ready, you know, as a little ebook that you can sell. So he did. Now, here, here's the uh, here's the title of it. You know, we talk about a side hustle. Gee, you're doing something on the side to make a little money. The title of this book is The Sign Hustle. Is that a cool play on words? The Sign Hustle. So he did exactly what I recommended. He put together a PDF that is a book that goes through the different elements you need to know about, you know, who to talk to, who to have as your customers, what are the sign ordinances? When can you put the signs up? When do you have to have them down? Otherwise you'll get in trouble. You know, how many do you put out? How do you know how many to have with left arrows, right arrows, up arrows, straight ahead arrows? I mean, those kind of things. So he lays it out. Now here's the deal. Now you can go to signhustlebook.com and see exactly what I'm talking about by our friend Pierce Mars. It's listed on Amazon for $15.99. But like we always do, have a special for 48 Days listeners. You can buy it for 8 bucks by using the discount code 48days. So go to signhustlebook.com, use the discount code 48days, and you can get the book, Pierce's book, for 8 bucks. Now, what do you think about having to invest money to start a business. I mean, think about what I just told you. Here's something that Pierce does in a few hours on each weekend. It'll make $45,000, $50,000 a year doing. Do you think the information about how to do that well is worth $8? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, even if you're not interested in putting up signs, just to have a business overview and get it like that is worth the eight bucks. You know, I, sometimes I get a little impatient when people say, well, gee, you know, I don't want to have to spend $10, you know, for a book. And if that book can change your life, that book can add $50,000 to your income. I mean, just look at return on investment. My gosh, I talk a lot about 10 X. I want you to get a 10 times return on anything. So if you spend $8, a 10 times return means you make $80, $80. I mean, you may make a, 10,000 time return like Scott Beebe recently talked about his investment coming here to coach with excellence did for him came here, spent a thousand bucks in the first year made over a hundred thousand dollars coaching using the material that we talked about. Well, Hey, we're going to move on here. We pull up our little segment here just so you know that we encourage people 
to be champions, to take action. We love these stories. Got a whole bunch of them I'm going to be sharing in the next few weeks here. Things that people have done in 2016 that they're now sharing about. So we'll put those into queue to share a lot of those. But again, if you got a story of your own, we'd love to hear it. Just go to 48days.com. Click on the podcast link there. You'll see a place where you can share your story or just send it to me directly at askdan at 48days.com. Well, speaking of making money, got another sponsor here I want to tell you about. So you're racing against the clock to wrap up three projects, prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to life as a freelancer. Challenging? Yeah, but our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for being self-employed. Now, to meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. Set up online payments with just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days faster. You can see when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing games. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. All right, let's jump into some questions here. Nick says, Dan, how do I package this dream and what title do I use without looking like a jack of all trades? And he lists eight things. An ebook on 57 things you need to know if you want to live in the Caribbean. Number two is a book, Gothic Churches of New York. Number three is a documentary. It's a three-part documentary that looks at Christianity in Britain 500 years after Martin Luther's Reformation. Number four is a book. Essential Guide to Immigration and Citizenship in the Caribbean. Number five, a collection of hand-printed women's trousers. Number six, a three-part docudrama about the architect of Britain's minimum wage. Number seven, six-part documentary about the rise of a growing music festival called Afropunk, cross between Glastonbury and Woodstock. Number eight, learn to paint icons like Rublay. Well, here's the deal, Nick, and... and uh, don't try to do those all together. Keep them individual things and you can do those. If you've got an ebook and 57 things you need to know, if you want to live in the Caribbean, golly, that's enough just in and of itself. Don't try to slam these things together and compromise the unique appeal that each one has. So keep them separate. You don't have to have one website with all of them there. I mean, these are the kind of things you can put up on Amazon or eBay as individual items so do it as, as that. I mean, this, a lot of times it makes sense to bring things all together. But in this case, don't try to bring unrelated things together at all. It'll confuse your audience and make you look like a generalist rather than an expert in anything. Now, Spencer asked, how do I organize a painting cruise? He says, I'm a professional artist specializing in watercolor. And yeah, I've seen Spencer's work over the years. Beautiful, beautiful watercolor. 
And he says this, well, check this out. After being laid off three years ago from my employer of 27 years, I have pursued my art career with a passion. I can now say my income is up to a level equal to my previous salary. My network is steadily growing, which affords me new opportunities to paint. One of my income streams is derived from teaching workshops all over the eastern half of the country. The question, uh, while listening to an audio book, well, he talks about wanting to go to Alaska. And he thought, gee, why not combine my desire to visit Alaska with my passion to paint? Roll these two together with my love for teaching painting workshops in the form of hosting a plein air or outside painting cruise. And uh, Spencer says, I know you've organized cruises specific to 48 days. Where can I find information on how to put something like this together? I've never been on a cruise, so I have zero knowledge and not sure where to start. From what I've read, it sounds like travel agents can help facilitate it. Any thoughts you have would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Spencer. Yes, I've got lots of information for you. Yes, we're going to be doing a cruise, of course, in February. Golly, you know, the first thing I would recommend doing is that you do go on a cruise. I would not recommend that you put together a cruise package and teach on a cruise, never having been on one yourself. Get familiar with the process. My goodness, come join us in February for our Living Well cruise that we're going to be doing out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, just go to live events under 48 days. You can see there. Um, uh, well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not sure there are any rooms available. Uh, I had somebody call just the other day and they were not able to get booked. So it may be totally full, which is kind of a fun thing to do. But uh, yes, we're doing a cruise. Now I can tell you who we use for that. I don't handle any of the details for that at all. We use a company named likemindedtravels.com. Now, I know the owner of the company well. He's in my personal mastermind, Chris Niemeyer. Great guy. Wonderful guy. And what he does is he puts together cruises for popular brands, I mean, authors, podcasters, bloggers, leaders, you know, to create fun travel events for their fans. I mean, that's kind of his branding. And he could certainly do that for artists. It'd be a great way to do that. Check with Chris. You can you can contact Chris, and it's just Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at likemindedtravels.com. Tell him it's your listener of mine. He'll take wonderful care of you. He handles all the details. There's really no risk. There's no downside at all. I mean, I don't, you know, put a $50,000 deposit down, zero nothing we just block out some rooms promote them if people book them we have a wonderful time i always tell joanne if nobody signs up to come with us it doesn't really matter we're going to go anyway and have a wonderful time which we would do but uh, we do have groups that go with us every other year has kind of been our pattern to do that and it's worked extremely well uh, to do that he can tell you all the details i could certainly tell you a lot more details about the logistics on that as well you know can you do that and make money sure you know, you can then go free and make money, you know, not, not, it's not as much. I mean, we don't make as much money doing our cruises. We do with a live event that we have here on our property, a two day event here, but it's a fun thing to do. And if you get your own way paid, it's kind of a cool thing to do. Now, speaking of, you know, artists who are doing things, I want to read a section that I read just recently. And this was, this is by Kurt Vonnegut. I used his quotation out of here as our quotation for the day, but I want to read this little piece where in 2006, a New York City English teacher 
named Mrs. Locke would ask her students to write to their favorite author and persuade him or her to visit the school. Uh, this is a New York City school. Five of those pupils chose novelist Kurt Vonnegut. Though he never made the trip to Xavier High School, he did respond to the students with the following letter. He was the only author to reply, incidentally. You know, that really blew my mind. Now, if I have, now I don't want to get inundated with letters, but I answer letters from school kids. I can't imagine getting a letter from a bunch of school kids and just ignoring it. Uh, Anyway, that's a story for another day, apparently. But he did. He said, thank you for your friendly letters. You sure know how to cheer up a really old geezer, 84, in his sunset years. I don't make public appearances anymore because I now resemble nothing so much as an iguana. What I had to say to you, moreover, would not take long. And here's what he had to say to them. These are students. He says, practice any art, music, singing, dancing, acting, drawing, painting, sculpting, poetry, fiction, essays, no matter how well or badly, not to get money and fame, but to experience becoming, to find out what's inside you, to make your soul grow. Seriously, I mean, starting right now, do art and do it for the rest of your lives. Draw a funny or nice picture of Mrs. Lockwood, give it to her, dance home after school or sing in the shower, on and on, make a face in your mashed potatoes, pretend you're Count Dracula. And he went on teaching these, just a short letter, telling these kids how to grow their soul by just letting their art get out of them. Do something. I love that piece of advice. Well, let's move on. Mike says, I went back and listened to your interview with Jim Cochran. It was mentioned about providing the link to his course. I didn't see it in the show notes. And of course I could have overlooked it as well. Is that something you can provide? Yes. Now he's talking about Jim Cockrum, my friend who is the guru when it comes to selling on Amazon and eBay. I mean, he has silent sales machine, which is a book that you can get for five bucks. He updates it every year. And then from then on you get, all the updates. I mean, just an amazing process here. We've made it easy. We've had so many people who have asked about this idea of selling on Amazon. And we've got a lot of stories about people who have jumped in the game and are doing some pretty surprising, uh, pretty awesome things and making a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's not complicated. Yes. Do you have to learn how to do it? Yeah. That's why you need to learn from somebody who's already doing it. Who's willing to teach you. But I created a link where you can go and hear my presentation at the conference that Jim Cockrum had last year, but also go directly to the links for his course and his book. So just go to 48days.com slash Amazon. We just made a real simple link for you. 48days.com Amazon. You don't have to put in your email or anything. It'll just take you right there where you can see the resources that I recommend for Amazon. Here in Rebecca ask about it as well. She says, Dan, can you put me in touch with the lady you talked about a few weeks ago? She was a pharmacist who no longer liked what she did and was selling on Amazon. I think you mentioned her maybe starting to teach a class on that. That would be super great if I could get in touch with her and perhaps take her class. Well, her name was Amy and I, I need to, I need to follow up with Amy and see what she's doing and see if she's open to having people contact her yet at this point. I don't want to just give out her information. She's a busy pharmacist, but she's making that transition. She didn't want to be a pharmacist anymore. And she's building her Amazon business nicely on the side. And I'm confident that she can make that transition pretty quickly. Well, Richie 
or this is Lee, Lee, Lee Ritchie. Okay, Lee says, Dan, thanks for being one of my favorite mentors. I work with teenagers through a nonprofit within an area school district facilitating groups that address reducing and preventing high-risk behaviors in youth, and I also do individual goal-setting sessions coaching. I would like to do teen coaching on my own. I don't have an office space and I'm not able to invest in one yet and can't do this in my home. Is it appropriate in appearance to offer coaching to teens by meeting them and their parents in a public place like the library? I've been considering video chat like Skype or FaceTime. My website is a little pep talk.com. I'll have to check that out. Late sounds wonderful. Yes, it's appropriate in appearance to offer coaching to teens by meeting them and their parents in a public place like the library. Sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, you can meet them at Starbucks if you want to. But now here's another thing to increase your professionalism a little bit. Two weeks ago, I went to an open house on a Sunday afternoon at a new place here in Franklin, Tennessee called The Lodge. It's a beautiful old house that's been converted into a co-working space. Now, what that means is they can accommodate up to 50 people. You go in, there are little cubicles if you want to go in. There are little conference rooms, two of them if you want to go in and shut the door, meet with somebody privately. There's a big open area that has, of course, high-speed Wi-Fi. There's a coffee house in, in the building itself where they as well are using it for their co-working space. And a little kitchen that's a, just a really cool place. I mean, you can check it out. Go to thelodgefranklin.com. You can see what they're doing. I love those kind of places. When I was first starting out with the coaching that I was doing, I had an executive suite program. Most any town is going to have this where it's shared office space. So I would book this and it cost me like $80 a month. It would, I would then have access for maybe six or eight hours a month where I could book coaching sessions and walk into a beautifully appointed decorated office, totally my own for that period of time, meet the clients there. They again, then gave me access to the conference room and some things kind of unfolded from that. I became friends with the gentleman who owned the building. He was fascinated by oh, the message that I had and what I was doing. I started doing open seminars in his conference room on how to start your own business. Well, he was old school. He thought that to start a business, you had to have $250,000 at least either small business, you know, loan or money of your owner from family. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You can start a business today with no money. Well, he ultimately gave me free access to his whole building for whatever I wanted to do in exchange for him being able to sit in on my seminars about how to start businesses. We had a great relationship. He was a great guy. I needed to stretch his mind a little bit, but that's what I did when I started out was just had access to a, a conference room with nice offices for the coaching that I was doing here in the cool Springs area where I am. Again, we have e-spaces. I mean, you certainly do where you are as well. Sugarland, Texas. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of places like that that are just co-working places. Now, the one I described, the lodge in Franklin, for $375, you can have full-time access to that. Go in anytime you want to. $375 a month to have access to that as a co-working space. So a place outside your your own home where you can meet and have professional you know, meetings with people, coaching, and so on if you want to. 
You can have limited access for, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something. And there's, there's so many options around. Scott Beebe, I talked to him yesterday. He was doing a Zoom call and I said, man, where are you? It was a cool looking place. Well, it's a garage. Five guys got together and just found an old garage. One of them had it on his property. They just did a light build out in there. So the center section, they've got a little conference room that anybody can use. Then they all have little cubicles around it. You know, so it, it cost them virtually nothing. They just found an old garage and just made it a co-working space. Certainly you can do Zoom calls, as you mentioned that's very acceptable doing coaching these days using, like you say, video chat, FaceTime, Skype, or Zoom. We use Zoom a lot for calls like that. And, and most of our coaches use Zoom as well, where you can see the person. So you can be sitting in a nice area in your own, in your own home or apartment, you know, sitting at the kitchen table if you want to, and still have a very professional presentation for doing coaching calls. Golly. Great question. Love the new love the new opportunities that we've all got today. Believe me. Well, hey, just a reminder, you're listening to Real Life Questions here. We're kind of back in the groove. Had a whole backlog of questions after being out for a couple weeks with just theme podcasts. So welcome those. Love seeing them come in. Your real life questions about the, the challenges, changes, and opportunities you're experiencing in the workplace as we roll into this new year here. So you can just shoot your question in to askdan at 48days.com. That seems to be the, the most preferred, simplest way to do it. Todd says, Dan, thanks for the work you do. Your website and podcast have inspired me to finally determine if entrepreneurship is a fit for me. Currently, I'm employed as an airline pilot and I love the work. However, with three young kids at home, I find myself wanting to spend more time with them. Also, my absence from home takes a toll on my relationship with my wife. Due to financial necessity and having taken action to get out of debt, I'm completely gone from home out of the picture 20 plus days each month. My wife is essentially a single parent when I'm not there. I've long held the desire to be my own boss, but wondered if I possess the character traits and qualities required to be a successful entrepreneur. Could you recommend some resources that'll help me figure this out? Well, Todd, I certainly can. Man, I appreciate your heart and what you're wanting to do. I mean, it's, it's certainly an honorable, desirable career to be an airline pilot. But yeah, the sacrifice of being gone two thirds of the time when you have three young children and a wife trying to keep things going at home. Yeah, I mean, I understand the feeling you walk back in the house and it's like, Hey, who's this guy? He's a stranger here, man. I commend you on wanting to figure this out. Now here's the deal. Can you be a successful entrepreneur? I do have a list. Now I've already sent you the complete new version of 48 days to the work you love. If you go to chapter 11 in that the chapter is titled being the boss you always wanted to have, and on page 192, I have a section titled, Do You Have What It Takes? There I have 18 questions that will help you know if you do possess the character traits and qualities required to be a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, we, we can pretty well tell if that is true. Now, I'm going to read through these. Now, I'm just going to read the questions because I have explanations for understanding this more fully in 48 days to the work you love and in the new application guide, 
we've got a worksheet there to help you go through that as well. Now, that's part of the new seminars, which uh, boy, I need to, I need to give you an update on that here in just a second as well. But let me stick with this. Here are the 18 questions that'll help you know if you have the character traits to be a successful entrepreneur. Number one, are you a self-starter? Two, do you get along with different kinds of people? Three, do you have a positive outlook? Four, are you able to make decisions? Five, are you able to accept responsibility? Six, do you enjoy competition? Seven, do you have willpower and self-discipline? Eight, do you plan ahead? Nine, can you take advice from others? 10, are you adaptable to changing conditions? 11, can you stick with it? 12, do you have a high level of confidence and belief in what you're doing? 13, do you enjoy what you're going to do? 14, can you sell yourself and your ideas? 15, are you prepared to work long hours? 16, do you have the physical and emotional energy to run a business? 17, do you have the support of your family and or spouse? 18, are you willing to risk your own money in this venture. Now, obviously, the more yes answers you've got, the more likely that you could be successful as an entrepreneur. If you have 10 no's in there, yeah, it's going to make it challenging. You need to figure out something else. Now, here's the thing that often is an enlightening insight for people when they say, do I have the character traits and qualities to be a successful entrepreneur? They assume they have to be an in-your-face, hard-driving, people-bashing. Well, I used to say Donald Trump. I ought to stop saying that since he's going to be our president. But anyway, you get the you get the essence of the kind of personality that I'm talking about. No, you don't have to be that. You can be quiet. You can be introverted. You can be shy. You can be gracious, caring, good listener, understanding. You know, all of those things can also make you a great entrepreneur You just have to make sure that you match the business with what you know about yourself as an individual. So don't get a subway franchise if you are introverted and hate meeting people, because that requires that you meet 700 new people every day and work with entry level employees and keep them motivated, you know, so we can quickly identify what kind of business would fit you But don't think that just because you may not have that type A hard driving or high D in the disc personality that you can't be an entrepreneur. No, that's not true at all. And you can have an Amazon business where you make a quarter of a million dollars a year and never see or talk to a customer if you shape the business so that it suits you. Well, incidentally, one of my kind of uh, nuggets about starting a business is if you don't have any money, invest your time. You, you can do really well starting a business with just investing your time. If you don't have time, invest your money. If you don't have either money nor time, don't start a business. So be realistic about that. But um, golly, with what you're talking about, Todd, you know, being an airline pilot, certainly you could make a list of 20 ideas of things that you could do, you know, massage those, develop those, create a clear plan on those. And I'm sure you can make that transition. Great question. Keep us posted on how that develops for you. Randy says, Dan, I'm currently using your techniques to try to get another position, which would help me work with school children, especially in mentoring and guiding them. I have a degree in Christian ministry, but I'm looking to change and take a more purposeful step in my career direction for 2017. 
Long term, I'd like to be a school counselor and would need a master's degree, but I want to eliminate my undergrad debt first. My question is, how can I capitalize on my follow-up phone calls if a company or organization is out of my state? Thanks for all you do, Randy. Well, Randy, with phone calls, email, Zoom interviews, I mean, the geography of where you are has never been less important than it is now. You can do everything in a job search with companies that are in a city across the country from you if you want to. Companies are understanding about face-to-face interviews. You may want to block out two weeks where you go to a new area where you do want to relocate and just schedule your interviews for that time. But it's really not much of an issue. I mean, we're interviewing for a couple of positions right now, and I'm talking to people who are literally all over the world because it doesn't even require that somebody comes to my office. So now with what you're wanting to do, yeah, you're going to need to show up and be there with the kind of things that you're doing, working as a school counselor. But being out of town for just the interview process is really not a problem. Again, go through the job search strategy as I've laid it out in 48 days to the work you love, and you'll see my guidelines for how to do that well. Now, this comes from Robert. Robert says, I'm 30 years old with a bachelor's in theater, with performance being such a hit and miss employment market, as well as having low pay, I'm lost as to where to go. I've been told I have good people skills. I'm very punctual, just a great person to be around, putting many at ease. I've worked blue collar jobs most of my life and I'm not sure of what skills make me a competitive 30 year old in today's job market, having little to no experience for introduction, letters, resumes, etc. Any advice would be a blessing and appreciated. Now you, you present a lot of things in your brief two sentence question there. A lot of things. You're 30 years old with a bachelor's degree in theater. Okay. What was your intention when you got a degree in theater, I mean, was it so that you could be a professional actor? I mean, if so, what are you doing with that now? And you say performance being such a hit and miss employment market, as well as having low pay, I'm lost as where to go. Well, that's probably a true general statement, but that doesn't mean that you can't do that and be incredibly successful. I mean, are you the next Matthew McConaughey that's just waiting for the right opportunities? I mean, you put yourself in those opportunities again and again and again. Now, it's, it, I would never say that it's, it's luck. I'm not a big believer in luck. I believe luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So you continue to prepare. Then when the opportunity comes along, you're ready to take advantage of it. And other people will think you're lucky. No, I don't really believe in luck. At the same time, is it a part? Could you be fortunate enough to have somebody sitting in the audience or somebody tell somebody else about having just seen you or it really puts you in a connection? Yeah, I mean, those things happen all the time in your arena. And that's not just in arts or in theater. That happens for anybody. doesn't matter if you're a window washer or a landscaper. Those same kind of connections, networking, doing good work and having others tell others about it or see the work that you've done open up new opportunities. That's just as true, no matter what it is that you're doing. I sense that when you say you're stuck, you're working, you've worked blue collar jobs most of your life, and you're not even sure you've got skills to make you competitive in today's job market. You you need to decide. Now there's a couple ways to approach this. 
We have here in our area Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill is known for having wait staff, waiters and waitresses, who are highly artistic, a lot of them very skilled musicians, whether an instrumentalist or vocalist. A lot of them have acting skills. So you can go in there and somebody may do a happy birthday for you with a Shakespearean accent and presentation, you know, on top of just the music. I mean, put yourself even in positions like that. There've been people, a lot of people that I've recommended go there and get a job as a way to enhance your artistic career because you get to use your skills. You get paid well with pay and tips that you can get there and it keeps you in the game to keep you moving up that ladder. And a lot of people have segued from positions like that, especially here in the Nashville area. But I don't want you to walk away from theater if that's really your first love. If it is, then put yourself in positions and keep working that diligently. You may need to do something else as a blue collar worker just to keep the lights on and food on the table. That's okay. But you don't need to ever see that as your dream job. You can still stay committed to what it is that you really want to do. Now, here's, I'm, I'm going to send you a book. And the book is The Empowered Artist by my friend Bob Baker. It is the best book that I know of for how artists, and that includes painters, you know, visual arts, sculptors, musicians, pot, anybody in that arena. It's the best source that I know of for how to take those skills and turn it into real money. And one of the, one of the things that a lot of artists have to deal with is how they view money. A lot of them view money as something evil. If you view it as evil, it's not going to stick around or try to court you. But Bob has a really healthy view of how to change your mindset about money. And I'm going to send you a copy of The Empowered Artist. Any of you who are listening who also need encouragement in that arena, jump on The Empowered Artist. He's easy to find. Bob was one of our speakers here at Innovate this last year. He's going to come back again this year. Innovate this year is going to be May 11th and 12th. That's Mother's Day weekend. We purposely schedule events on on holiday weekends so then you can enjoy the holiday. So it'll be on Thursday, Friday, going into Mother's Day weekend. But he'll be here again. Bob will be. We're going to have some amazing guests sharing on how to take those creative skills. You know, that's a sweet spot for my wife, Joanne, who has released two books. Well, this year, it's not this year, last year, 2016, she released two books. Her art classes are growing. She's getting opportunities, you know, all over the place as an artist. She'll of course be here together. uh, We'll have Debbie Dearman back. Bob Barker will be here. Some other people that I've got in the kid. We may invite our buddy Ken Davis again. How has he taken humor, Christian humor? How has he taken that and made an extraordinary living after all these years that he's been doing just that? I mean, that's the kind of thing that we'll, we're going to be talking about. Incidentally, I talked earlier about the fact that I'm going to do a couple more theme <laughs> podcast when we are on the cruise here here's one i'll just go ahead and kind of set this up we're going to be on the cruise the ultimate advantage cruise that we're going on 48 days cruise 
from February 17th to the 19th. So I'll be out that week. I'll pre-record a podcast that will air on the 17th, that Friday. Now, this is one of the things that I encounter again and again and again. Got a note recently from a guy who said, I only accept the success I feel I deserve. I run into this in, in artistic people, especially over and over and over again. They have a sense of what they really deserve. And so they do a piece of art that took them 10 hours to create and sell it for 30 bucks. I mean, how does that make sense? So I'm going to talk about how do you have a mindset that attracts and welcomes money? And I came from a very conservative, legalistic, religious background where we really viewed money as something that was pretty evil. It gets you in trouble. Trust me, as I've grown up, if I have a mindset that I see money as evil, it's going to stay far away from me. If I accept money with ease, gratefulness, relief, knowing that I need and love her and that I'm grateful for what I receive and that I'm going to use it in a responsible way to help and encourage other people, guess what? It's going to feel more comfortable with me. And I'm going to do that. Without going into that too much, I'm just going to lay that out there right now. I'm going to make that my theme for that podcast when I'm going to be out on the cruise. We're going to be talking about living well, giving well on the cruise. We've got speakers lined up. We're going to be talking about as we thrive personally, how do we give responsibly so that in giving, we don't hurt the very people we want to help. So that we're going to have a wonderful theme for that. But uh, yeah, hey, that's, I'll, I'll make that the theme for the podcast, February 17th. Well, this comes from Stephen, who says, Dear Dan, I know you can help. I've been on a hamster wheel for the last few years with my business. My business is growing but struggling. I'm just having problems with finding people to help me grow. I just launched a new e-commerce business, and I've been told I'm sitting on two great products. I know there are listeners who can help me take this to its full potential. I'm an idea person and an inventor, not a media type person. I listen to your podcast and letters. I'm at that age where I've been there, done that. This new online type of marketing is just dumbfounding this old dog. Old dogs can learn new tricks, but not as easy as a pup. Any help would be appreciated. I have severe sleep apnea, and reading is very difficult, so everything I consume is audible. Well, hey, thanks for being a listener. I appreciate you being a listener, Stephen, and and certainly appreciate your question. Yeah, you need some help, and what you need you know, it's, it's not likely that you need full-time employees. I would encourage you against that. You need somebody who can help you with media, social media and marketing for your unique products. There are people that do that all day long. And there are people who are extremely skilled in that. And I suspect that there are people who could spend four or five hours a week on your work and absolutely help you explode what it is you're doing. Now, the way I would approach that is to look or a VA, a virtual assistant. Let me give you two sources that I highly recommend for that that you can check out. One is bottleneck.online. Bottleneck.online. The other is virtualstafffinder.com. Jamie is our friend of Bottleneck. 
Chris Ducker, friend of Virtual Staff Finder. Just go explore those two sites. They're both sites that can connect you, help you identify what it is that you need. That's a big part of getting a proper virtual assistant. A lot of people just go out there, try to grab somebody, and then they expect that person to figure out what they need. No, you need to be crystal clear on what it is you need. And these services will help you identify that and clarify that so you can then find somebody whose skills match up. They manage it. It's just something I really recommend for the situation that you're describing. Well, let me grab one more quick here. Bart says, should I move from getting paid for the things I do besides my job? Aside from my job, I love to create websites, newsletters, providing content to people about topics I've been interested in for years. That means that most of my websites are about breeding birds. For example, zebra finches. That's a hobby with few young people, but still I love it. Have for the past 15 years. I'm now 27. Wow. Started young. For the past two and a half years, I'm sending content to other breed birders, bird breeders via my website and its newsletter. I have 700 people getting my weekly newsletter and about 3,000 people a month taking a look at my website. Now I'm doubting whether I should go further with this and try to make some money with this thing I really love. What do you think? Should I create something new and charge for that? Or can I start charging for the newsletter? I'm afraid people will stop following my website if I charge money. Um, It's always been just public information. Thanks in advance for your advice. This is Bart from Belgium. Now, Guy, I'm really intrigued with the focus of your interest and passion and hobby, that being zebra finches. Joanna and I have just been checking out zebra finches. The only pet we have had in the last 10 years has been a parakeet who just recently died. And I said, instead of just getting a couple cheap parakeets, let's look at something more interesting, more beautiful birds to have in our house. And we are zeroed in on zebra finches. So I love the fact that you are an expert in that. I'll certainly check you out and communicate with you and get some information. Now, will people be willing to pay for that information through your website? That is challenging. There's a whole lot. I mean, I got a whole lot of information about zebra finches without paying a penny. What I would pay for is of course the birds, actual supplies, goodies, things like that. I think you have to probably go to those physical products rather than just the information. Now I think you could also, here's, here's another way to approach this. You could also create a membership site for zebra finch lovers. I mean, anything where there is an affinity group like that, you can create a membership site. So you might even check that out. I mean, what if you had, what if you had 300 people that were paying $10 a month? That's a very, very small group. Very, very inexpensive. That's $3,000 a month. Would that help you out? Make sense? Yeah, I think that's very realistic. You can check out, there's a lot of information out there about how to put membership sites together. Incidentally, I need to let you know about that as well. I mean, we have, golly, we've got major deal just started with 40 Days Eagles. I want you to check it out. If you've made it this long, you're serious about the principles we're talking about here. And we really up the ante in our new membership site, 48dayseagles.com. Just go there. It'll get all the information about it. It's for people who need to get a first job, want to get a better job, want to start a business or grow a current business. 
So, and I know that you can move around in that spectrum a lot, but check out 48dayseagles.com. I would love to have you join the group. We, we got off to a great start. We've got about 20 mentors in there. These are people with real strong experience and success already who are eager to engage, give you any kind of help that you need. We'll have weekly ongoing chats in there, resources. You'll get access. You get access right off the bat to about $350 worth of our 48 days resources just by becoming a member. It's $24 a month right now, and it will be 48. Obviously, you know, that's where I'm going to end up with it. It'll be 48. But right now for the first 48 days of the year, it's only $24 a month. So check it out. Check it out. Our other events is coming up as well. I mentioned Innovate May 11th and 12th. Our three times for coaching with excellence this year, January 12th and 13th, coming up real quick. May 25th and 26th, Memorial Day weekend, great time to come to the Nashville area. And then August 31st, September 1st, that's Labor Day weekend. Those are our times for Coaching with Excellence this year. One of our, That is our premier event where we teach coaches how to take the encouraging skills, expertise that they have and turn it into an extraordinary, successful, profitable venture where they can do it and enjoy what they're doing. So check it out. Thanks for being part of this group of people here going into the new year where we are, in fact, finding or creating work that is, in fact, purposeful, meaningful, and profitable. Hey, don't settle for less. Happy New Year.